Ladies and gentlemen, we now have uh, arguably Peckham's number one centre back. <laughs> it's Rio Gavin Ferdinand. How are you, guys? I'm good, man. How are I you? I didn't know your middle name was I'm Gavin. Right. I'm not bad. <laughs> I'm sorry about the Gavin thing. I am correct with that, am I? No, you're all right. The lads are just changed him as well the other day and they're hammering me about it. <laughs> <laughs> Gavin, Gavin was a good name from the 80s, wasn't it? <laughs> Listen, I can't talk. My middle name is Jeremy Rio, so. Uh, uh, I, mine is I Marie. Think, I, think that's, I think that's where they got Gavin. Absolutely. Hey, listen. So, how did how did the book signer go last night? Yeah, it was good, man. It was good. Loads of people turned out. Had a great reception. Um, sat there, signed loads of books, saw loads of pictures of people, and saw a few old faces that I'd seen on the terraces at United. Ah, okay. And you did. You also did one in London this week, launching the book. And there was was Boris Becker, Jack Whitehall, um, Mickey yeah. Flanagan. They're all queuing up to get your 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 squiggle. Yeah, there was a few people there. Yeah, it was good. It was a good one, man. It was nice. It was nice to see the people turn out and. Um, like a celebration, really. Yeah, it must be good. So, wh when is the book out? Is it Thursday? It's out, it's out now. So oh, it's out now? Yeah, right. so it's good. You can go and get it. It's in the shop. What sort of revelations are in it, Gav? <laughs> it's Rio. Gav. <laughs> I'm sort of calling him Gav. Are there any, are there any like, little, you know, bits that you can give us? Oh, that'll yeah. There are a few, aren't they? No, it's just about what... what like what kind of happened at, at United, really, especially over the last year when, uh, under the new management of how it kind of panned out, my perspective, how I saw it, what went on, um, and the stuff before that with United, the likes of seeing Cristiano come through and go at the club with Rooney, um, talking about relationships with a lot of the players. Obviously, Sykes Ferguson, um, in some situations, there's people don't know about certain things that have gone on behind closed doors um, to do with results and how the manager reacts in certain situations and how some, sometimes if I've had an argument with him or something and it, he just shuts you down sometimes and he has to get the last word and then just little details like that that I'm sure... Um, <laughs> I work with someone like that. What? I kind of wrote it from a perspective of that I, I, my mate's sitting in a, in a pub talking about what they know and what they want to speak about and that's yeah. the kind of perspective I wrote it from. Is there, is there anyone who's going to be annoyed about anything you've got to say in the book, Rio? Um, there'll be a few people that I'm sure will be like, oh, I didn't, oh, I didn't know he'd speak about me like that, maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah. A few funny things about Wazza. Um, <laughs> Cristiano, the, the Ferguson, just talking about stuff, not getting on with him in certain situations, then ironing it out with, with me, uh, meeting after having to go to his office and see him. Like a, like a naughty school kid. Yeah. <laughs> David Moyes, David Moyes, there's things that I didn't agree with. Yeah, I mean, I, I read, it was it was serialised, was it in the Sun newspaper a few weeks ago, yeah. um, bits of your book, and I read that the, the way that you were told that you were leaving United, I thought was horrible. Yeah, and uh, obviously at the time I was disappointed, but I think the club showed their class, they, they, they kind of rectified it straight away, and uh, Woodward, Mr Woodward called me and said, listen, mate, Obviously, things could have been done differently, and that and so I had to sort the situation out by yeah. inviting me down to the club after and stuff. But um, when I went back with QPR, the fans were, were, were magnificent. That's what a club and yeah. just a, a sign of how good the club is. Roy, Roy Keane has got his autobiography out as well. Um, is, there, is there any sort of competition going between you guys? It's funny because I see him. I see him the um, back end of last season, and we both just agreed to do our books. And he went, I can't believe you're doing a book the same time as me. <laughs> And I was like, well, what, what more can you say after uh, you've done a book about two months ago? You, you can't have much more to speak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, He's got um, a big beard yeah. now as well, isn't he? He looks a bit sort of no-resk, doesn't he? Yeah, he's, he's two-tone. He's gone for the two-tone. Yeah, the badger look. 
Yeah, but I think I, I think I'm, I was number one last time I looked yesterday, so I'm, I'm, I'm giving. You're him, beating him. Yeah. <laughs> is it is it hashtag two sides? Is that the name of you? So you actually say the hashtag bit. Yeah, hashtag two sides. So you can go over it on Amazon and places like that, and bookshops, bookshops, bookstores, etc. Obviously, you're down there now, Rio. But are you still living up here? Are the kids still up here? How's that panning out for you? No, that's not my kids and everyone, my missus, everyone moved down straight away after after I left in the summer. Um, it's quite funny because I was, I, was, I was always going to come back and live in London and I was, uh, just found the house and it just all fit in at the right time really in terms of me leaving my United and being able to come and settle. Do you miss, do you miss Man- Manchester a bit? Because we're dead friendly up here and it's peeing down with rain as we speak. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I, I do. I mean, Mark came yesterday. I was just looking at. It seemed like I'd have been there for ages, seen a few old places that I've been to and stuff, and seen some old places. But it's funny because when someone in the queue was the person who used to serve us the chips at the train. <laughs> <laughs> Still them. Oh. She, came, she came to this book signing, and I see. I said, "Oh, what's going? What are you doing here?" You know, I just thought I'd come up to seeing some of the stuff you've written about us. Oh, how, how is how old is little Tia, by the way? Now she's three. She's, she's three. going on thirty-five. <laughs> she's three. Those girls are always like that. And is is, is, is Rebecca okay? Because the last time I saw Rebecca, your your missus, she was a bit. She had a bit of a cob on with me because I didn't remember her. And will you apologise to her? So we, wherever it was, we bumped into each other. She went hi, and I went. It's all right. Oh. She won't remember you now. Oh, she doesn't remember me now. <laughs> well, your, your, the radio station was taken off of the, the, the in the car. Yeah, I thought that. I thought you ruined it for all of us. Returning <laughs> to the BBC, Rio. Listen, you got to go, man. Um, have a good day at training today, at QPR. And well, um, hard work off, mate. We're going into work hard. Yeah, I bet. I bet you are. Um, all right, man. And listen, really good luck with it. Next time you're back in Manchester, pop in on the show. Yeah. I will. Good luck, guys. All right. Cheers, Rio. All right. Cheers, man. Mike and Chelsea in the morning. So, Louis just bumped into you at the stop for business awards. How odd we should meet like this. I know, it's a real coincidence, <laughs> isn't it? It's a small world in Stockport. Listen, I've watched you in there tonight. You, you, you're an actual celebrity. People love you. It, has that sunk in yet? Um, nothing prepares you for the level of attention that you get off the Bake Off. I don't think any of the bakers expect it, and everyone's experiencing it, but it's been fantastic. Totally positive. I don't think any of us were prepared for the scale of this series that's on at the moment. I mean, it looks hard work. Um, you know, so you've got two hours to sit and prepare that and stuff. Is it as hard as it looks or worse? It's worse. People don't realise that you're working for months leading up to it. Right. Um, so you've got months of work before you even get in the tent. And the one thing I would say is when they say it's two hours, it really is. There's, yeah. there's no leeway. And what, who would you prefer, Mel or Sue? Oh, <laughs> Mel. <laughs> they're both pretty funny, aren't they're they? Both, they are exactly as you see them. Who's been like your, your mate on there? Uh, I'd say really good mates, uh, Kate, Richard and Nancy. And so when they go, is it, I presume it's like a really proper sad feeling, isn't it? Yeah, all the bakers were all really good mates. We all chat every day on a private WhatsApp uh, group. So, you know, all 12 of us are really good friends, to be honest. And it is, you, we're a real team, and I think that comes over. Yeah, definitely. And obviously you're from Stockport, you're from Poynton, aren't mm-hmm. you? So do you sort of feel like you're flying the flag for us northerners? Definitely. I it, One of the things I always used to say is... Um, you know, the, the northerners were getting thin on the ground at one point, so, you know, I was doing it for the north with Nancy because she's a northerner as yeah. well. So, yeah, and what what is your business that you've got up here? Uh, I um, own a, a creative agency called Forever Creative, uh, and we're based at Cheetah Royal, so we do all marketing and advertising and all that Which stuff. is a bit different to baking. Totally different to baking. And have you always done it? Um, baking is relatively new. I've always been into cooking. Yeah. I've baked for about five or six years. 
So, but it, I find it a really great form of relaxation. Will you like stop baking for a while when the show is over? Like, just have a bit of a break? Like, not step foot in a kitchen for some time? Uh, I've been baking more, to be honest. Have you really? Yeah, no, I found it. Um, I found the Bake Off really stimulating, and it yeah. sort of teaches you a whole new level of baking. Yeah. So, and what's Mary like? Mary is lovely. But she's like Mary, royalty. She is royalty. She is uh, like the queen, uh, but she can be very stern as well. Oh, you don't want to cross her on a dark night, would you? And what about Paul? Paul is the loveliest guy you could ever meet. He's a he's a big cuddly bear. Yeah. He really Aww. is. No, so, so, listen, you know now, don't you? But what, how, what do they do? They say you have to sign something you can't tell anybody. Everyone is on a confidentiality agreement. Yeah. And you know what? What I happens think, if you break that? Do they well, like come and kill you? They probably would actually, because <laughs> you know, I think a lot of the fans would come and kill you because nobody wants to know no, anyway. It'd ruin, ruin it. it. But um, you know, it's it's such a well kept secret, and rightly so. Key one oh three. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome now a singer-songwriter, pianist, producer, label manager, musical impresario, <laughs> and a man who is smoother than uh, Silky the Silkworm's favourite pyjamas. It's John Legend! <laughs> good morning, Good John. morning. Good morning, John. That's How you That's got doing? to have been the best talk-up you've ever had. <laughs> yeah, Silkworm's pyjamas. <laughs> John, it's lovely to have you on the show. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan. Um, Thank you. Uh, your, your music is very often used, isn't it, as sort of the, the sexy time music. Um, yes. When, when not, not wearing the, the silk pyjamas. Not wearing silk pyjamas. No, no. <laughs> uh, when, when you yourself, when it's, when it's sort of nighttime things going on, what, what, what do you listen to? What are these nighttime things you speak <laughs> of? Well, I'm talking about a shifty bunk up. <laughs> uh, Marvin Gaye worked every time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I like a bit of Lionel. Yeah, you do. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what about all of me, Chelsea? Well, oh, don't. You can't even mention that song. The floodgates open with Chelsea here, John. I, um, oh, so you're going to cry? Yeah, I time. did cry. I, I'd had an argument with my boyfriend last week and um, we hadn't been speaking that morning and um, I'd heard a bit of your of that song and I decided to download it and I listened to it on the way home in the car on repeat yeah. 16 times and I absolutely sobbed to the point where I had to pull over because I couldn't <laughs> see. John, what are you doing to Chelsea? My favourite line is, my head is underwater but I'm, br- but I'm breathing, breathing fine. fine. Yeah. It, yeah. Is, I love it. I love it so much. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm sure that's going to be like a wedding song for people coming up. Yeah, it, it already has been has for a lot it? of people I actually sang it at my wedding oh, oh you you sang it to chrissy at your wedding yes did you? yes indeed oh man i i read a very interesting thing i read an interview with chrissy the other day and mm-hmm. uh, she said um this is chrissy uh, your wife of course and she said that when she doesn't like speaking on the phone and whenever she has to speak on the phone even to you she never speaks for more than 40 seconds is that right <laughs> yeah we don't speak on the phone very long which is perfect for both of us she doesn't like speaking on the phone i don't particularly care for speaking on the phone either and when I'm on tour, my vocal doctor always tells me to keep my talking to a minimum anyway. Right. So it's always good to be in a relationship with somebody that doesn't need to speak on the phone a lot. Do you know, if I was... So if we're, I, we're, like, made for each other. I was going to say, but if I was married to a guy with a voice like John Legend's, <laughs> I would be on the phone for hours. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's been really, really good chatting to you, and, and thank you so much for... Uh, for talking to us today and for all the... My pleasure. Uh, well, the enormous amounts of pleasure you've given us over the years at those uh, intimate moments. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this has been Mr John Legend. <laughs> Key Thank you. Mike and Chelsea in the morning. Key
Good morning, Oliver. How are you, sir? You well? I'm good, brother. You all right? You know what? I'm really good, thanks. A long time no speak. You're well, good. Uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm really good. Life is treating me fine. Um, I think the last time... Was it the last time we spoke to you? I think it was your 30th birthday. Do you know what? I think it was Soccer Aid. Oh, it was Soccer Aid. It yeah, was so... Soccer Aid, yeah. and it was coming up to my 30th birthday, I think. That's right. Or yeah, I yeah. just had it. I'm not sure, but... Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So how, how, how is life for you now, man? You turned 30. Oh, it's been great and loving it. Um, I don't, I mean, to be honest with you, age for me is just a number, but I um, I just, I've really, I've had a really good time over the last eight months. It's been really good. Obviously, Soccer Aid was great. I've been writing a new album. I've been playing a bit of golf. I've been cooking. I've um, oh, become a lot. I've, I've come. I've become a right, you know, little cooker and stuff. So yeah, I'm great. What uh, What's your signature dish when you cook, then, Ol? Okay, are you ready for this? Go on. Are you ready? I'm ready. Apart Are you going to cook it for me? Apart from cheesy beans on toast, which is my favourite dish <laughs> You're ever. so money. Um, my favourite, my, my big, and this is going to surprise a few people listening, I think. I can muster up a good sweet and sour chicken. So any ladies out there, that, or any fellas if they're up for it, want to want me to cook them a nice bit of sweet and sour chicken. Wow. Um, I can muster up a good one. It's wow. from my Jamie Oliver cookbook, which I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even a joke. Keeping it real. Keeping it Essex. The, um, obviously, now you, you, you're loved up now. I don't know. You, you don't talk much about your personal life, which is fair play. <laughs> but let's ask anyway. Uh, <laughs> no, how's everything great? It's all going well for you, isn't it? You're yeah, all, you're no, happy, all, you're... all good. Can't complain. You know, um, yeah, we know. Like I said before, I always keep that sort of side of my life private. But um, yeah, no, yeah, it's yeah. all going great. All can't complain. Everything's good. I'm sure it's going to be, uh, yeah, we've had a nice needy, needy eight months. Um, and then obviously now it's going to get uh, hectic again. So, um, yeah, 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 it's going to be crazy. But um, no, it's been great. Really good. Um, the the new song is called Wrapped Up. You've got Travi McCoy on it, haven't you? Travi McCoy, um, very cool dude. I mean, his exact words were when he heard the song was like, I dig it. I dig it, <laughs> is that I what he said? I yeah, dig it. I dig it. So um, I'm really chuffed that he's doing the song. Um, I think he's amazing. He was the only guy that I wanted. So um, I think it's going to be a really good song. I really hope people like it. It's just, I think it's a, big, a, a great radio record. So I'm hoping it's going to be big. I, I mean, and, and obviously I hope all the listeners like it. Can you do normal things still? Can you get yourself down to, to Nando's or Mackey D's or whatever? Can you can you do the normal? Can you go for a pint in your local on a Friday night? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean... I don't go for a pint down in local because I've, I've moved to this area. I'm not 100% sure where the local is. And I'm not 100% sure where I'll be. Uh, I don't know if it's kind of one of them proper local. Or, <laughs> this is um, a local they're, pub. They're open to everyone. So, no, I um, we, we, we go out and do normal stuff all the time. Yeah, you know, um, I try. I've always tried since I turned famous to try and live um, a normal life as much as I can. Um, and, you know, sometimes it proves to be difficult. Sometimes it's really easy. You know, um, I try and do normal things because it keeps me sane and keeps me normal. If you had a day when you weren't recognised, and I think that's probably unlikely since about 2009, isn't it? But if you did have a whole day when you weren't recognised, would you, would you go to bed that night and think, Oh my God, they forgot me. <laughs> What's wrong with me? No, honestly, um, someone did say to me once, and it's, it is funny, like, you know, the, the thing about fame is it's, it is a bug. And, and when you get noticed and stuff, it is amazing. You know, even though you might be having a bad day, it is a nice, it is nice to be noticed and sometimes and, and for people to say nice things to you. Um, sometimes you get noticed and sometimes it is a nice <laughs> thing they say to you. But, um, but no, I mean, one day, I'm sure one day I'll be walking down the street when I'm 50 with my big belly hanging out, maybe with my hair gone. So, um, <laughs> people won't recognise me anymore. But I think you just got to live the moment for, for for what it is. And I live it I live it every day and enjoy it every day. Do you know one know sign, it's... there's one sign about you, which I always, I, I tell people, which I think you're, you're as normal as a milkman, right? Because <laughs> the last time I saw you anyway, um, I think you, you lent me your phone for whatever. I think we were looking at some pictures. You you are the only person I know who's still rocking out a Blackberry. Yep, still got the Blackberry still got now. The Blackberry. I've just converted to an iPhone. And the only reason I've done that 
um, as a second phone is because of my social media. Because obviously, you know, it, you know, it's like Twitter and Facebook, yeah, yeah, yeah. Instagram, and all that is quite hot. And you obviously have to be on it all the time. You need to be constantly, you know, having that feedback with your fans, which I love to do anyway. It's not a job for me. I love it. That's an enormous amount of power. You could start your own new cult. You could start a new religion. When I got told off by Twitter recently, and I was I got told off big time. What, what did they say? Well, because I tweeted a picture right of my mate in a in a in a toilet. Basically, we went away <laughs> to Paris for a weekend. Yeah. Bit of a, you know, a few drinks and all that. And he strolls past me and he's like, oh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go. Before he gets to the toilet, it's come out on the floor, everywhere, all over his hands. And it's just a brilliant Multi-directional chunder. So I took this picture and I tweeted it going, oh, my God, we've broke the big man or something. Yeah. And, like, Twitter, like, sent me this email. Oh, did they? You got told off by the Twitter. And they were like, literally, you know, you must take this down. It's offensive and all this. And I was like, I'm sorry. Oh, no. You have got to be careful of everything you say on Twitter. I mean, it is a, you know, we're role models for kids and, you know, I do try to be, I try to be a little bit out there sometimes with a few things that I do because I think that shows my personality more than being a machine and being sort of told you can't do this, you can't do that. So, I do try and test the boundaries, but, um, you know, it is a great tool and I, I love it and I think people enjoy it hopefully my tweets and what I do. She's had a turbulent life. Her ex-husband now has an ex-wife. Each day is better than the last. Chelsea's future is better than her past. Life changes in the blink of an eye. She's lost weight from her hips and her thighs. But one thing now gives her life hope. It's those really, really, really dreadful life quotes. You should never sacrifice three things. Your family, your heart, or your dignity. Take care of yourselves and each other. Don't laugh at me. Mike and Chelsea Keep 103 Have a minute, that.